This is God's servant Philip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. So good to be together. Praise the Lord in the presence of God. Isn't the sweet presence of God this evening with us? Um, it is such a joy. I hope that uh, you have been harvesting joy and peace and love that um, Christ wants you to experience daily. Praise the Lord. I hope that you've been harvesting that um, on a daily basis. Um, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The Lord wants to strengthen you. Praise God. And uh, he is one that does not tire in servicing you. He's our healer. He's our shepherd. He, he tenderly watches over his sheep. He does not tire in servicing you, in uh, repairing you, in uh, counseling you. Um, there is no human being like Jesus, like, like, our, like our God. There is no human being that can consistently be like our God. Amen. He is faithful. Praise the Lord. This evening you need to hear it. He is faithful. He is faithful to the word that he has spoken over your life. He is faithful to the promises that he has made in your life. Praise God. Some of you are marking, um, um, what do you call it, um, milestones in your life. Yes. I want you to know these are opportunities to remind ourselves of his promises. Yes, it is an opportunity for us to remind ourselves, remind our family, remind those that we are connected with that God is faithful. Yes, praise the Lord. All times will prove him true. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Uh, Amen. God is able. We are on the subject of peace. And I want you to know every time, I know you've experienced it. It's it's like um, once you do it, once you sit in God's presence and you ask the Lord to speak to you, and this evening, if you, if you were to uh, pay attention to what the Spirit of God is saying, uh, great peace is knocking on your door. I can see it's already had an effect. Even as we prayed, I can already see the effect. The Spirit of God is, um, is um, releasing peace. That passes understanding, peace. And um, uh, Christ, in um, Matthew chapter 5, let's read the passage. That uh, we are celebrating and we are studying. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 5, uh, I want to read from verse 1 to verse 12. Let this minister to your spirit. Praise the Lord. As we read it, let it come alive in your spirit. I pray and bless you with that. That will come alive in your spirit as we read it. Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 on. It says, when Jesus saw the crowds... He went up on the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. He opened his mouth and began to teach them, saying, Today you heard the minister of God, uh, as he was praying, the Holy Spirit's leading him to tell you that God uh, desires to change us. And uh, this is how Jesus started his ministry. Um, This is how he started his ministry. The disciples were taken up the mountain so that he could teach them. It says um, in verse 2, he opened his mouth and began to not just speak without purpose, not uh, some rhetoric for the sake of um, um, zapping people. No, it it is whatever Christ did, it was to teach. Every time you look at Jesus, realize that every move he makes is to change us. It, It can affect us can have that sort of effect on us. So uh, it says, he opened his mouth and he began to teach, to teach them saying, blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are those who mourn, blessed are the gentle, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness. 
Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward in heaven is great, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Praise the Lord. Church, rejoice and be glad. Your reward in heaven is great. As you pursue this, um, as you pursue this map, I don't know how... When you read this, I don't know if you noticed the map. There's a road map for the entirety of your life. It's right there. For every uh, junction or juncture of your life where major decisions have to be made, you just run through this road map. When you need to make a decision about a job, run through this, this road map. When you may need to make a decision... Uh, in your life, a, a major decisions in your life, decisions about how you should react. If for a moment you consider this map, it will cause you to re- it will cause you to walk in the path that pleases God. Nothing else matters on this earth. Praise the Lord, Church. Praise the Lord. Nothing else matters. If this evening you can. Um, lay your head down to rest uh, knowing that you have pleased God. Praise God. Yes, that is the place to be. There's a map that is found in in these Beatitudes, um, a place of blessing, divine favor. Stay in the poor in spirit. Stay where you need to mourn, you need to mourn. Stay in the place of gentleness. Glory. You know, I read this, this uh, every time we read this, I'm sure that probably you along with me are wondering why we as believers don't practice this more um, consistently. Blessed are the gentle. Stay in the gentleness. Stay in a place where you're hungering and thirsting for unrighteousness. Got you there. You know, there is so much that we have, uh, each of these that we've studied, stay in the place you're hungering and thirsting for righteousness. Now, if you're sitting in the church and desiring to be somewhere else, Specifically somewhere that's not righteous. That's not a good place to be. I need an amen for that. That's not a good place to be. If, if uh, you find yourself more comfortable with unrighteousness than righteousness, it's not a good place to be. There's a, there's a map here for us to constantly examine ourselves. Praise the Lord. Constantly examine ourselves. Let me repeat that. Constantly examine ourselves. Um, Merciful. Uh, The number of times that um, big decisions were made just by choosing mercy. And we are on verse 9. It says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called... Blessed are the peacemakers... So this is, uh, this is uh, Jesus is addressing this to those who are graduates, yeah. You want to be a peacemaker, you have to be a graduate. You have, to, um, uh, you have to be a person that knows what this peace is. Because Jesus has gone one step forward. Yeah, he's talking to peacemakers. And um, I don't know if this is a definition that we, are, uh, we have applied to ourselves. I don't know if you wake up, you know, on daily, one of the things that you are examining is whether you have brought about the kind of peace God wants in your life. It says peacemakers. It's, it's active. It, it's, it's a person that's received it and the effects are happening. Please understand what uh, I'm, I'm trying to teach you here. Uh, we are very um, sort of enthralled by the, uh, the passive or... That there is the peace of God. But uh, you've got to realize God wants us to receive the peace of God and then spread the peace of God. Praise the Lord. He wants us to receive the peace of God 
and then spread. He wants us to spread the peace of God. Hallelujah. When people walk into your, uh, in the, into your vicinity, uh, the peace of God must strike them. I know it's a, a strange way to construct it. The peace of God should strike them. Yes, the peace of God should strike them. It should, it should um, uh, uh, provoke them. Uh, so that's where the Lord desires us to be. And we've been uh, studying what this piece is. It's, a, it's an amazing study. I hope that you have done your own personal study. Yes. I hope uh, you have done your own personal study or gone back to these Bible studies to, to examine this. Because we need to settle this. Uh, this is found throughout Scripture. The community of Christ or the people of God... Uh, a primary um, sign of their uh, of the community is peace. Praise the Lord! It is a, uh, people walk into the church; they should uh, see that we are different, and that difference is underlined by a certain peace, uh, unexplainable peace. It's a and uh, I hope that you have taken the effort to study this. Because the, the word is found throughout scripture. We've been considering the Old Testament word shalom. Yeah, and it is nice. I, I don't know what it, what it is about the word. Uh, there is something about it. <laughs> it's very, yeah, it has a soothing effect. And I have been truly ministered by the, some of you in church that have been, uh, you know, wishing me with shalom. And um, it's something about it. Just, it blesses. And... Um, that's the Old Testament word, shalom. And uh, the New Testament Greek word for, sh- for peace is, some of you probably have friends that have the name. Irene, that's what it is. Irene is the Greek word um, synonymous with peace um, and um, shalom in the New Testament. It's found in every book of, of the New Testament. And um, it, it, it's... Um, Some people say save one John, but the, the um, dynamic that this piece is is found in one John as well. <laughs> um, and um, it, it stresses a harmonious relationship. Uh, constantly the word I, Irene in Greek, harmonious relationship with men and with God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I, I wonder how we can go through these, these passages of Scripture and, and not change. See, once we walked in the ways of darkness, once we walked as children of disobedience, uh, we, scrapped, um, we scrapped from probably fourth standard, some of you earlier. Recently, we were having a, a conversation around the table and we were speaking about these experiences that go way back. You know, we were talking about some experiences that Danny has in his school and that reminded me of some of my experiences when way back when I was about his age and and I remember those characters in in class um, that uh, you know they could define what unrest was take a moment just uh, yeah I'm sure you can recollect some people like that I hope none of the people in this church remind you of unrest yeah <laughs> And I remember those characters, and uh, that wasn't pleasant. Even as, you know, as a child, it was not pleasant. You know, those, they'd hit you for no reason. I mean, I'm not talking about the uh, teasing kind of beating. I'm talking about the painful kind of abusive beating. Huh? Ah, bullying, that's right. Now, why why did I... uh, take you back there because um, I think it helps you define what bullying is in a person that is at unrest. Uh, it defines it very well and, and I want you to examine yourself. There has to be a marked difference. There has to be a marked difference. When you came to know Jesus, you came to know peace. You know the, that sticker is actually very deep. Know Jesus no peace. 
initially you know you're, you're wondering how you know how what but that is that it, it sums it up it is a um, it is what the old testament and new testament is all about no jesus no peace praise the lord praise god praise god harmony in your relationships i say this and i will repeat it even as the subject demands it the best husbands in the world should be found in the church best husbands in the world should be found in the church people should come to they should they should desire to get married to a christian the marriages that last and are solid and and um, uh, examples that psychologists would want to use should be in the church because jesus underlines this is what the work of salvation is about that there is a peace that comes from heaven that grows within you it's not like the peace that's found in the world amen john chapter 14 verses 27 to 29 hallelujah you know don't leave your quiet time without receiving peace this is the problem don't leave your time of meditation with god's word without receiving peace peace about that subject that's bothering you peace about those relationships that are bothering you peace about your life and your future hallelujah amen about your life and your future you are settled that you are in the right place that you are going to the right place and Christ is reigning over you praise the lord john chapter 14 let me read this it says jesus is speaking oh you know i've titled this jesus wants you to have his peace unlike many worldly leaders christ wants to give you his peace and if you go through the list of what he what all he wants you to have there's no leader like jesus you'll never find somebody like jesus Whew. everything he wants you to have his power eh the exact opposite of survival of the fittest and he says uh he wants you to have his peace he says peace i leave with you peace i leave with you hey can you please explain that it's bible study so i'd like i'm sure revelation knowledge will come to you this evening if you just listen to the spirit of god it says peace i leave with you what's that mean because after that there's a it's it's he's going into a different section so he says peace i leave with you what's that mean an impartation tell me more he said it's an impartation jesus giving something yes jesus is giving something is there something more the spirit of god is speaking to you from this passage peace i leave with you it's like a inheritance jesus is this is our inheritance church think think what is your inheritance if i asked the question much earlier before we read this and we had the uh thought come to us by the spirit of god if i talk about inheritance outside there you know maybe if i met you outside of the, the you know or i met you through the week if i mention the word inheritance your mind is not focused is it hmm especially among the ones who are a little older you say the term inheritance and it's uh, it's like you know huh ah vidum parambum vidum parambum and man the things we do for vidum parambum the things we do the things we do but when when christ he says peace i leave with you what is our inheritance from jesus 
peace. What else? Uh, the, we said Jesus is imparting something. I want you, somebody write it down so I don't miss the points. These are brilliant. Jesus is imparting peace. I leave with you. He's imparting something. This is, man, it's so powerful. As believers, uh, we have this in, in uh, I, I can't remember the exact word, but in, in such abundance it's been given. When Jesus gives something, he gives in abundance. You know, you need to sit outside and, and observe the birds. They're feeding on abundance. And, I, and I'm sitting there and I'm considering God's abundance. The way he has given us, every single human being, the way he has poured it out. So I want you to know peace. Jesus is imparting something. And when he imparts it, he imparts it. <laughs> Nobody imparts like Jesus imparts. He said, when, I, when he gives the spirit, he says, I give it without? Pass out. Pass out. <laughs> pass out. Peace. He said, if I give the spirit, I give the spirit without measure. He, there's the greatest giver. You need to look at him. Yeah, stop looking at all the other givers. Just look at the greatest giver of all. So he imparts, that's right. And um, uh, it was also mentioned that this is our inheritance. Peace is my inheritance. You know, I'm hoping that you would apply this in such a manner that tomorrow you would be speaking boldly. Satan, you have no authority over my peace. It is my inheritance. Inheritance is guaranteed. It is something written, signed, sealed, delivered. What else does a peace I leave with you? What else is the Holy Spirit ministering to you today? It was shared here that when it says peace I leave with you, it means he will not take it away from you. The only person that can get rid of that peace is you. Peace I leave. Peace I leave with you. You know, that's why grace and peace are together in the scriptures. You'll find it mentioned together over and over, grace and peace. Because that's, yeah. So, so stop struggling with uh, having complete peace. Hallelujah. Stop struggling with it. Stop struggling with having Jesus' peace. Stop struggling with it. You know, we, 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 we are almost, um, uh, in, we feel insecure if you are at, at the kind of peace that God wants you to have. I hope I don't have to explain that. Hmm? We're so, uh, we've been so trained to worry about ourselves and worry about tomorrow and worry about yesterday and worry about tonight and worry about it's time for you to step into Jesus' peace. You need to start catching yourself, you know, when you start losing peace and you, you, you step into worry and anxiety and doubt, uh, snap out, snap out. Quickly snap out, church. Praise the Lord. Don't tolerate these things. Because Jesus is not going to take away the peace from you. He's not. Peace I leave with you. Who is speaking? The God of the universe. Michael is a young man. The God of the universe, when he speaks to you, he is, he is here with you now and he is there at the end, whether it's rapture or the end. He is speaking to you. I'm giving you peace. When you sit down in your quiet time and he makes a promise, peace is coming to you with full force. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Stop tolerating the lack of peace. Stop tolerating the lack of peace. The devil wants to steal your peace. Stop tolerating the lack of peace. Is everybody getting this? Yes, don't tolerate it. Because my inheritance is peace. 
You know, I, I love uh, the story of Peter in, in, uh, in the book of Acts. Oh, glory to God. There's something to learn there. Um, he is imprisoned. He's imprisoned. And there's something he does in prison that, that is quite interesting. What's he doing? Okay. Yes, but there is the part where the angel is coming to rescue him. And how does the angel find him? Huh? Ah, yeah, well, please tell me. How does, the, how does the angel find the man? Yes, this man of God received the scripture. Peace I leave with you. Truly he received it. For he is found in prison at the risk of his life. Now, by the way, as I think it's, I cannot remember the exact chapter. But in the same chapter... Uh, we, we read about uh, James being beheaded. So we are talking about the threat of life. A threat of life. The man is in prison, but he has the peace that Jesus gave him. You, know, you need to put yourself in Peter's shoe. What would you be doing? You'll probably call everybody on your contact list. And nowadays, we have thousands of people in our contact list. We'll be calling people we haven't spoken to in decades. Now, what would you be doing? I'm just using one example. But here is a man. Yes, he's sleeping. The angel of the Lord has to wake him up. Everything's open. Just Peace I leave with you. Jesus won't take the peace away. I want to repeat this because um, we so easily let go of the peace that God wants us to have. He left it with us. We, we so easily let go of that peace. No, 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 no. Make a decision. No, no. This is the peace Jesus died to give me. I, it is my inheritance and it is left with me because the blood is on me. I'm washed with the blood. Praise the Lord. Make these decisions. See, uh, Christ wants you to, to experience this and uh, thus be peacemakers. We, we will come to that. Peace I leave with you. Anything else, church? Um, the things that we looked at right now? Christ has imparted. It is an inheritance. It can, oh, he will not take it away. It cannot be taken away. He will not take it away. Praise the Lord. Are you being set free this evening? Peace I leave with you. Then you were sharing that you are the legal custodian. It belongs to you. You know, uh, in prayer, in prayer when you are in the right place, you are submitted to the Holy Spirit, there are times that you can demand that peace. When you are being led and filled with the Holy Spirit, demand that peace. It is yours. It's legally yours. And it has a, the scripture says it guards and protects our hearts and minds. Do you know that? It is health. We consider the fact that peace is health. Everybody say health. Peace is health. Praise the Lord. You're the legal custodian. Let me read it again. Peace I leave with you. What else is the Holy Spirit telling you this evening? Yes, we, it's not of the, that we will come to. But just this peace I leave with you. Anything else? Think, church. Mm. Christ is the source of peace. Amen. It is part of his divine nature. He is the author and perfecter of peace. Praise God. He is the author and perfecter of peace. Amen. You are going to a well that does, cannot dry up. You are going to a well of peace that cannot dry up. Hmm. Amen. Amen. He's the author of peace. What else? Peace I leave with you. That's right. Yes. So, 
he was saying, peace I leave with you, so it's a commodity we can give others. And if you are, huh? it is an investment Christ has made, which we can give others. I know the scripture that, that, uh, uh, that follows that, and that, um, that, do you know that you have the peace of Christ to give others? Ah, many times you're sitting at home, what can I give um, people around you are uh, in all probability waiting for you to impart the peace of Christ. It is a commodity you can give. Praise the Lord. You know, um, praise the Lord. But I, I want that scripture. If it clicks in your head, it's good. That's right. When he sent out the disciples... And he spoke about where they visit, the houses they visit, the cities they visit. Very particular. In fact, that's one of the passages I wanted to consider um, as we go down. But I, I want to mention, it is a commodity that you have to give. People, your servants, your people around you, your uh, colleagues, your, your, um, uh, your classmates, your, uh, praise the Lord, classmates. Yeah. Your classmates uh, should... Uh, be able to should come to you for peace it, it says when he sent the disciples out two by two and, and he went them sent them out to to the um to um to cities to houses he said um if they receive then leave your peace leave the peace of god that's incredible yes proclaim the peace of god leave the peace of god if the people are just receptive That's right. That's right. Peace be with you. A, 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 a declaration. It is a Christian declaration. Peace be with you. Praise the Lord. I don't know. When's the last time you ministered peace for somebody else? I'm not asking for hands. I just want you to examine yourself. You have, see, this is what the devil, what devil knows the source of God's peace is the church. The devil knows it. The devil knows that this disciple, yeah, disciple can is to be a source of peace for many hundreds. God's peace, the kind of peace that crushes the devil's head. It is something God has given you. You have it as a commodity. To give to whom you choose to give it. That is why you need to find more time to stand with somebody and pray with them. You need to find more time to tell somebody who's telling their worries to you. Wait a second, let me just pray for you. Because that releases that peace. Which is already yours. In limitless amounts. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You see how these things are all connected. Um, a person that understands this, uh, the person that experiences this, the person that meditates on this and realizes that Jesus has given me his peace and it is a commodity available to me in limitless amounts, you just want to pray for somebody, correct? Amen. Many a times we sit in, in uh, places of opportunity and we think that we have nothing to give. You have peace to give. You don't understand how it works. It works. It's very simple. Look at how Jesus walked. Look at how Jesus functioned. He was delivering peace everywhere. I, I told you about Christ and he, wherever he went, he's ministering this peace. Let's read Mark chapter 5, verse 27 to 34. After hearing about Jesus... She came up to Revelation Church. Glory. After hearing about Jesus, she came up to Revelation Church. After hearing about Jesus, she came up to... Your house.
So it says, let's read it. It says, after hearing about Jesus, she came up in the crowd behind him and touched his. For she thought, if I just touch his garments, I will get peace. The word is directly connected to peace. Yes, shalom, yes. It's directly, I will get shalom. I will get peace. I will get well. Hallelujah. This is the kind of reputation that you will be famous for if you allow the peace of God to flow through you. First of all, let the peace of God settle everything inside of you. So the devil doesn't want that. You decide. Am I going to allow the peace of God to settle everything? About my future, my past and my present. And if you're desirous of it, you can say amen. Amen. Allow that to happen. Let it flow in in such a way that it, it, is, it is too much to control. It is, it's, it's overflowing. The peace of God will overflow. And then get to a place where you desire to, to minister this peace to others. Praise the Lord. See, Christ wants you to be confident about His peace. The peace that He gives you. You must experience it. Taste and see that the Lord is... Somebody say it. Taste and see that the Lord is... Good. Experience it. He does not want you to have second-hand knowledge. It is not something that uh, I can do for you as a preacher. It is something that you need to receive for yourself. And then you will find yourself being moved by the peace of God to others in need. How can you understand that you are operating and you you are being filled with the peace? You start to move towards people that require the peace. Hallelujah. She thought, if I just touch his garment. She thought, if I just come to Revelation Church. She thought, if I just meet with this, with this Ken, with this Tijo, with this Michael, I will get well. I will get shalom. I will get shalom. This is why, see, why does the devil, uh, he try, he, he, his weapons are such that um, Christian families are in turmoil. They, they fight with each other more than they pray together. Because where there is peace, there is wholeness. Where there is peace, the gospel is, is, uh, is electric. Praise the Lord. Where the peace of God is, uh, the gospel. Gospel is what releases the peace of God. And staying in that place... Staying in that place, it's an electric effect with people around you. Praise the Lord. Gospel of peace. If I touch his garment, I will get well. Immediately the flow of her blood was dried up. All of you know the context. The flow of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. Sickness is an affliction. Praise the Lord. Let us be healed. Amen. Let us be healed. Praise the Lord. And um, a, a lesson from many of these stories is that man is going to destroy your peace. Her context is that many doctors, many so intellectual or um, worldly wise people uh, just ended up destroying her peace. This is why you send your kids to school. You have to minister to them constantly so that the peace of God is restored. You send your children out to college, you need to pray over them. I'm just using them as an example. You understand what I'm saying? Because these, these, uh, these congregations of men destroy peace, the peace of God. I could stay here and teach you the whole night concerning that. Many a times it's the words of men that are destroying your peace. Most times it is the words of men that are destroying. Men's understanding is destroying your peace. Earthly understanding is destroying your peace. Church, break free, break free. Anytime that you see that these definitions are closing in, break free. Jesus, break free from it. 
And how does that happen? By receiving God's word. By listening to God rather than men. By defining yourself by what God thinks of you. Don't define yourself by any other definition. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. She was healed of her affliction. Immediately, verse 30 says, immediately Jesus, perceiving in himself that the power proceeding from him had gone forth, perceiving in himself that the power proceeding from him, it's incredible construction. Praise the Lord. Wherever Jesus is, there's, there's power in the air. Glory. It's time for us to see Jesus as he is. Yeah, this is important for us to constantly go to the Gospels. Constantly. I, I encourage you, if you have stayed away from the Gospels, I encourage you to go back to the Gospels. Read it every day. Because you need to look at Jesus every day. That the power proceeding from him had gone forth. Incredible construction. Turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my garments? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Who touched my garments? Praise the Lord. Let Jesus be the center of your life. Let Jesus be the church, uh, child of God. You, you, are, you are called by the Holy Spirit that Jesus is the center. Jesus is the center. And where Jesus is the center, there's this power proceeding from him. People will experience it. If you allow it, people will experience it. Amen. People will experience it. Who touched my garments? And his disciples said to him, you see the crowd pressing in on you? And you say, who touched me? Hmm. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This evening, I am praying that every single one of you experience the power of God. Yes, you're not like the crowd just pressing in and no power is going forth from Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Touch Jesus. Receive from Jesus. Let, let that just transform you. Let it transform you. I'm not going to be the same tomorrow. No, I'm not going to be the same. I'm, I'm going to, yeah, it's changing me. Jesus is changing me this evening. His peace is changing me. Amen. His peace is changing me. And uh, his disciples say, you see the crowd pressing in on you and you say, who touched me? And he looked around to see the woman who had done this. But the woman, fearing and trembling, aware of what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And Jesus said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you go in peace. I leave with you. This woman was never the same. Let me tell you something. This woman was never the same. This woman has transformed some geographical location of the earth. I believe it. Because she received that peace. She received that peace. Praise the Lord. Uh, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Be healed of your affliction. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Be healed of your affliction. It's amazing why he constructed it. This is something we constantly and daily must apply to ourselves. See, tomorrow, the next day she woke up, Jesus may be somewhere else, ministering somewhere else. She had her, she may have followed him, I'm not sure. But every day she had to make the decision that her past will not afflict her. I'm not sure the people that she had to come across, people, um, if you know Jewish um, rituals and things that God had established, um, and uh, the whole social construct that the Jewish society had made around a woman that has a problem like this, uh, everybody, in all probably everybody knows you. You understand, wherever she's coming from. The stigma is, um, I mean, we cannot imagine uh, what kind of stigma she had. And, I, and I'm, I'm amazed, Jesus said, go in peace, be healed of your affliction. It's like a constant command over her. When a human being looked at her, she remembered this command of Jesus, be healed of your affliction. Part of the affliction is what people thought of her. That's right. It's a peace that's given and that is authority over her daily life. 
Praise God. Praise the Lord. I don't care what your mark said about you. I do not care what people said about you. I do not care what people think about your present condition. All I am asking you is look at Jesus. Look at Jesus and let his peace be the final word in your life. Somebody say amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Say amen. amen. Praise the Lord. You may not have done well in maths. That's not who you are. Don't let your failures define you. Don't let what man says define you. Let Jesus tell you, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your, healed of your affliction. Let's look at another one. Luke chapter 7. Luke chapter 7, praise the Lord. I want you to know, when you were forgiven of your sins, when, when Jesus came into your life, peace came into your life. Church, peace came into your life. A completeness, a wellness, a, a fullness, a confidence. A confidence to grow. You know, the, the secret of prosperity in, in world history is times of peace. You know that. If you want a place to prosper, they must, they must experience peace. Yeah, stability. God's peace that came and walked into your life wants you to grow. I do not have to tell you what happens when you go back or you, you try to test the vomit. And then, and then what happens? You, you, you know, the, the peace... Stay in the peace of God. Praise the Lord. Stay in the peace of God. Amen. This is the year of purification. Say yes. Say yes to Jesus. Say yes to the Holy Spirit. Say yes to the Holy Spirit. Purify me. Purify me, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I want to stay in the peace of God. Amen. Uh, in um, Luke chapter 7, I read from verse 40 onwards. Verse 40 onwards. <clears throat> Again, you know the context. This is, uh, we are in uh, one of the Pharisees' houses. I'll read verse 36. Let's read from verse 36. Yeah? Okay. Now one of the Pharisees was requesting him, Jesus, to dine with him. He entered the Pharisee's house, reclined at the table. And there was a woman in the city who was a sinner. And when she learned that he was reclining at the table in the Pharisee's house, she brought an alabaster veil of perfume. And standing behind him at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet. With tears, with her tears, and kept wiping them with the hair of her head, and kissing his feet, and anointing them with perfume. When the Pharisee who had invited Jesus saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know who and what sort of person this woman who is touching him, that she is a sinner. Verse 40. Verse 39 says the Pharisee was speaking to? Huh? Speaking to himself. Allow Jesus into those conversations. Yeah, that's the place he wants to be. The things you speak to yourself. That's the number one place Jesus needs to be. Then it will overflow into everything else. Please listen. Do not have divorced thoughts. Do not have thoughts divorced of the Holy Spirit. Um learn to allow Jesus because Jesus is saying it Jesus wants to communicate it because that's what he did and that's what he does um, what you're speaking to yourself yeah many times that's where the spirit catches me I'm sure if you're allowing the spirit to do it is what you're speaking to yourself it's very important and Jesus will correct you there Jesus will answer you there and it says in verse 40 Jesus answered him Simon, I have something to say to you. <laughs> you know, I sometimes wonder how Simon would have reacted because, you know. <clears throat> Jesus answered him, Simon. I mean, right now he's been speaking about Jesus. It's that kind of, um, that kind of a conversation. Yeah. And uh, imagine Jesus answering immediately, Simon. <laughs> it's very interesting to think about it. And he did this so often. Uh, Jesus answered him, 
<laughs> Simon, I have something to say to you. Yes. <laughs> oh, and I love his reply. That's why God had mercy and he's teaching him. Yeah. He says, say it, teacher. Praise the Lord. A money lender had two debtors. One owed 500 dinarai, the other 50. And when they were unable to pay, he graciously forgave them. So which of them will love him more? And Simon answered, we know the rest of it. I suppose the one he forgave more. And he said to him, Jesus said to him, you have judged correctly. Turning toward the woman, he said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered your house, you gave me no water for my feet. But she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. I bless you with tears that wipe the feet of Jesus. I want to tell musicians of this church, you know, it is possible that, yes, when you're up here and you're doing the instrumentation or you're leading, you know, people in leadership, because I see many of you, you're in leadership, and um, uh, I hope that you, you are quick to tears in your secret place. Be quick to tears in your secret place. If you're a person that, that does not shed tears, pray and ask the Lord. Because scripture mentions tears. It's very precious to God. You know, I do not know who taught you what. Uh, I don't know if you taught yourself or you are a person who thinks that being uh, a certain way that you, you, you should resist tears. No, you should not resist tears. In the presence of God. I know a person who had difficulty shedding tears uh, and the person prayed to God and, and said, I want, I, Lord, I want, to, I want to shed tears in worship. I want to shed tears. The next worship session, he could not stop. He was bawling like a baby. This was a person who was uh, expert at, uh, you know, looking like Stallone. Maybe I didn't choose that. He always looks like he's about to cry, but anyway... So, you know, there's a person that, that's just made it a, he made it a, the person that made it a style to not cry. And then he came to a place, he realized, he's convicted by the Holy Spirit. And this evening, I hope that you're, you're a person that can shed tears in the presence of God. Praise the Lord. Tears matter. Tears that are shed in the presence of God matter. I want to say it again. I'm using the authority of Scripture. Scripture says it over and over. It says they're very precious to God. Praise the Lord. I also want to say it as an as a encouragement to you, those of you that, that are in the presence of God with tears. The Lord knows. The Lord knows. And every tear is, uh, you know, every tear of faith. Amen. Every tear of faith is in, in His bottle. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 45. You, you gave me no kiss, but she, since, I, since the time I came in, has not ceased to kiss my feet. Praise the Lord. Praise God. This, this great, um, yeah, it should be your ambition, Lord. That's what I want to be. Whether I am adored by thousands of people, let me be found at your kissing your feet. You know, kissing your feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she anointed my, head, my feet with perfume. For this reason I say to you, her sins which are many have been forgiven. For she loved much. But he who is forgive, forgiven little loves little. And then he said to her, your sins have been? Church, are you listening? Jesus said to her, Jesus said to her, your sins are? Amen. Jesus said to her, your sins are, I want you to say it with me. Your sins are, your sins are, amen, amen. And those who were reclining at the table began to say to themselves, who is this man who even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, your faith has, go in peace. This evening, you know, when the prayers are offered, when we speak to God, when you read these uh, scriptures and in your heart you're offering uh, prayers to God, I, I want you to know that forgiveness of God 
results in peace. Amen. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord. Receive it. See, many a times um, we, we come, um, even as we take partake of the table or we ask God for forgiveness, uh, we don't realize that there is an exchange that's happening. There's an exchange that's happening. When you're, when you're praying and you're speaking to God, there's an exchange that should happen. You bring your burdens, He takes your burdens away. That's right. Come to me and I will give you rest. Another word that connects with peace. I will give you peace. I will give you rest. I'll give you peace. Hallelujah. Realize, when you pray to the Lord and you ask God to forgive you, what you receive is peace. Sometimes we don't understand. That's why the Lord has left these things for us. Now we don't understand. That's the, that is the procedure. If you ask the Lord to heal you, why does He heal you? If you ask the Lord to forgive you, why does He forgive you? Why? No, no. Why does He forgive you? Because he purchased it on the cross. Purchased, past tense. Say purchased. It's past tense. He's done the heavy lifting. You don't have to carry that burden. The Holy Spirit speaking to you. Don't carry that burden. Now be a person released. Released. Receive that peace because it was purchased for you. Purchased for me. Every time you ask for forgiveness, in exchange you receive the peace of God. Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. So we were considering that scripture. John chapter 14 verse 27. Peace I leave with you. See Jesus showed this by example. And, and as, as, as this I mean you look at the gospels, you cannot escape the fact that wherever Jesus went, he had the effect of the peace of God transforming people's lives. Praise the Lord. Peace I leave with you. Anything else that you understand from this first section? Jesus says, peace I leave with you. In situations that are difficult, in, in situations of grief, um, this, this tells us that there is a peace that that we can, we can step up to, we can minister to people a peace. You know, when you go for a funeral, I want you to know that your presence will make a difference. You've got to understand, your prayers make a difference. Your presence makes a difference. Yes. Um, I hope you're not the kind of person who avoids funerals. Yeah. You, may not, yeah. you may not know what to speak, but that peace that is within you will minister to people. You know, do not resist going to a hospital where you need to go to, to visit a friend or a person that may not be well. Don't, don't resist it. If the Holy Spirit's leading you there, go there but with the confidence that this is going to make a difference. It, it makes a difference. Peace I leave with you. Praise the Lord. And I want, to, I want to close with mentioning one more thing here. When Jesus says, peace I leave with you, he's also expressing the confidence of, uh, the confidence he has the absolute confidence. I can't even say the confidence he has because for us it's something that can um, waver, you know. But when we're talking about Jesus, it's conveying the absolute confidence in the fact that all that the disciples have heard and seen of Jesus guarantees peace. You get it? All that the disciples have seen and heard from Jesus guarantees peace. What does that mean? That the words of eternal life guarantees peace. You know, we need to study the word of God. We need to sit and read the word of God. We must run to the word of God because the word of God imparts peace. Praise the Lord. He is the prince. He is the prince of peace. Peace I leave with you. Make a decision that you are a person that will be known for the peace of God. Enough unrest. When unrest meets you, yeah, like, you, you know, refraction. When unrest meets you, what comes out is peace. 
Let people be confounded that they cannot destroy your peace. Precious children of God. Let people be confounded that they cannot destroy your peace. I remember recently we had a we had a sort of a tryst. We had a with the police officers for yeah for reasons that were unfair and oh yeah we can talk about it. And uh, one of the things that the Holy Spirit has has taught me is that. We must minister peace. Praise the Lord. Our peace must... Okay, I'm, I'm being liberal with the usage of the word, but our peace must cause them to be in unrest. Process it. <laughs> okay, I'm being very liberal. Yeah. I'm being very liberal with the uses of the words, but I hope you understand. A corpse should be confounded that it is impossible to disturb your peace. I think you've got the message. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Stay. And where does this come from? This is, it comes only from the Spirit of God. It cannot come from anywhere else. And uh, it is yours. Take it. Yeah. Take it. Receive it. Take it and say, this is mine. I want this. I want this to be expressed in my life. This is my inheritance. Jesus purchased it for me. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let us pray. Let us pray. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Abba, we we give you praise for this evening. We thank you for your wonderful presence. Holy Spirit, your wonderful presence. We've experienced it right from the time we gathered here. Lord, the prayer that was offered, we, we have been experiencing great deliverance in this place. Great deliverance. Praise God. Great deliverance. I, I see an, an image uh, of, of people that are being completely transformed. Uh, that um, uh, this word, this, this precious teaching from the Holy Spirit can, has the power to completely transform you. Make no mistake. Make no mistake. Don't, do, not be, um, uh, do not doubt this. Do not doubt the fact that this, um, uh, this, that which Jesus has to offer you, this peace of God, that the Christ has to offer you uh, will transform you completely. It's your inheritance. Praise the Lord. It's not as the world gives. Yeah, it's not defined or limited by how the world functions. And like the woman who, with the issue of blood, and like the sinner woman who was at the feet of Christ. Realize your faith qualifies you. Your faith qualifies you. Jesus qualifies you. Jesus knew you before you came into that house. Jesus saw you before you came for that meeting. Jesus saw you tonight before you sat down to listen to this Bible study. Jesus saw you and he gives his peace knowing everything about you. He's giving you access to the peace of God, knowing everything about you. He calls you daughter. He calls you son. He calls you sheep. My sheep, hear my voice. Satan Satan will be crushed by the peace of God. Satan will be crushed by the peace of God. Choose, choose, choose the roadmap that the Holy Spirit has given you. Choose to, to have your head immersed in the roadmap that the Holy Spirit has given you. Immerse yourself. Make that choice. No more, no more leaning on my own understanding. No more on the analysis of other men and worldly methods of analysis. No, no. Here I am at the feet of Jesus. Abba. Abba. Abba, Father. I receive that peace. Thank you, Jesus. I receive that peace. He has forgiven you. Receive that peace. Let the peace of God fill you with confidence, with boldness. Let it overflow into others' lives. And walk like Jesus walked.
that there was a power around him from which people drew. There was an effect around him from which people drew. They drew by faith. Thank you, Jesus. May you be a source. I bless you, church. I bless those of you that are listening this evening. I bless you to be a source of the peace of God. I bless you that uh, people in your house will experience the peace of God through you. Uh, People in your workplace will experience the peace of God through you. People in your school will experience the peace of God through you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying. Let the Holy Spirit interject. Let the Holy Spirit interject. Thank you, Jesus. You are the source. Yes, Jesus, you are the source. Abba, you are the source. I don't want to go to any other source. You are the source of my, of my peace. You are the source of my confidence. You are the source of my boldness. You are the source of my healing. You are the source of my empowerment. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hello, this is Nisha Dilipush. I'm sure this podcast has blessed you. Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.